The Taliban continues to take cities across Afghanistan. The United States pulling out of the nation. I mean, my gosh, it's been 20 years, people. How long are you supposed to stay? You had President Trump wanting to do exactly the same thing. And so here we are pulling out, and as people did guess, the Taliban comes marching in. And they're not just taking any cities. They're taking some pretty big cities, cities that have a lot to do with trying to keep Afghanistan safe. So if the Taliban is on the march and the Taliban is being successful, what happens to Afghanistan and how does it affect the United States? How does it affect the area? No military action in Afghanistan has ever been successful. Just ask the Russians. It simply is a place that doesn't work out well for the people who try to invade. And did we even invade properly? Meaning, not that we invaded, it was a response to 9-11, and I have no opposition to that. But our job was to kill the Taliban until they were dead. That should be the job as I see it. Yet, it seems we're making deals. Even at the time, I said, I don't know how this is going to go. Well, clearly no deal can be made. They have no interest at sitting at the table. They have no interest in stopping. They've been told they won't be recognized uh, if they should take power. And it's sure as you know what seems (laughs) that they don't care. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY is the number. Let me bring in Major Mike Lyons, retired Army Major Mike Lyons, West Point graduate, CBS Radio News, military analyst, uh, spent time, and I don't know if he still spent time, uh, there at the Truman National Security Project. And, and sir, it's always good to have you kind of break down these issues Let's start with some basics. This pullout of Afghanistan, President Trump had said he wanted to do it. President Biden has done it. After 19 years, can't you say, okay, it's been enough? Yeah, Tony, that's right. It's something that President Trump wanted to do. The industrial military complex really wouldn't let him do it. And they were able to kind of you know, stalemate him, not having the experience as a politician Joe Biden comes in and basically puts his foot down and says, we're out of there September 11th. And the military took this order and actually has gone out a lot sooner. So we're, we're fundamentally out of there right now. Scotty Miller, the four-star general that was uh, commanding in Afghanistan, is already out. Uh, and for all practical purposes, there are no more U.S. troops there. Um, but what we've seen is the velocity of how the Taliban has taken this over. Uh, we didn't expect it to be this fast. And right now we're probably trying to avoid – you know, the scenes from 1975 with people on top of uh, embassies and helicopters trying to get them out of there, because that's exactly the velocity as to where the Taliban is taking over these provincial capitals. Um, and, and that's that's really the issue that the Biden administration is not going to have to deal with. And they just at some point, they just want it to have it happen. It's just going to happen. Let's just let's get it over with. So when we talk about having it happen, understand we understand that the Taliban has um, taken provincial capitals Right, to think of it as you know, with the provinces there uh, un- under their power, and they are also fighting mm-hmm. for if they don't already have uh, control of, as Fox News is reporting it, uh, the city of of Kunduz, which uh, yeah. is the capital of that northern province. It is this capital right. and this province where a lot of the help that the U.S. got from Afghanistan in terms of the creation of of, of whether military weaponry or other things, that's where it came from. 
Right. It's it's very it's ironic because that's exactly right. The Northern Alliance, the original group of freedom fighters back in the 80s that the, the U.S. partnered with, came from this part of Afghanistan. Still very tribal, um, and, and a lot of commercial built-up areas are there. And so the fact of the matter is, if the, if the Taliban is taking over this part, it's just really a matter of time before it's it's it looks like Kabul. If you if you look at a map, if you look down from the ground um, on what's happening, if if Afghanistan is fundamentally an oval, um, the, for everything surrounding the outside perimeter of of the major city, the major uh, capital of Kabul, has been taken, and all that needs to happen is it's virtually like a, a stranglehold around the city at this point. So. Uh, it's again. It's just literally a matter of time. That that's a major get. That capital there in the northern, uh, where the Northern Alliance was, is a major get for them. So now let's get into what this means for Afghanistan. If you indeed have this situation by which the Taliban is able to take over, uh, you can you can put an end to uh, any level of the U.S. helping it to have created uh, some level of democracy there. What happens to the nation and what happens to the surrounding nations, like, for example, Pakistan? Right. So, so let's, let's also say Pakistan is controlling the Taliban right now. They control the situation there. They're funding the Taliban. And then also another agent of them is the Chinese, of all people, if you can believe that. So, so now the situation is going to be owned by the Chinese government. So we're going to see a situation like what's happened in Syria where they'll they'll not be a you know kind of a strong government there there'll be this um you know a group will come in and they'll they'll lead by fear they're going to take away women's rights all of the advances that the US protected over the past 20 years now are out the window um and and the Pakistanis will use this as a way to try to project power within the region and um it, it'll create potential conflict it'll it'll try to embolden them towards potentially India but now you're going to see more investment from the Chinese who, who look at who look at Afghanistan as the the gold mine for rare earth minerals and what they'd want to strip out of the the mountains there in Afghanistan in order to maintain the the Belt and Road initiatives that they're trying to build and, and build that you know that that the bridge with with the uh, with the east. Um, so it's all going to be China. It's all going to be Pakistan, and the United States is going to really take uh, take a backseat to what's going on there. Talking to retired Army Major Mike Lyon, CBS News Radio military analyst, uh, Belton Road. You're talking about China's desires as you see China 2025 and how they mm-hmm. gain further dominance, not only in the region, uh, the hegemony in the region, but in, in terms of, of the world. But now let's go back to the idea of Afghanistan and rare earth metals. So this is mm-hmm. the idea of Afghanistan as a, uh, a national security conversation. Something that could have kept the United States there. Do you think it was time for the U.S. to leave and step out of Afghanistan and say, whatever it is we were trying to do here, we were clearly done. There was nothing left for us to do. Well, there's no question about that, only because of how we went in in the first place. And we didn't invade like the Russians did. We didn't send 500,000 troops like we sent to the Middle East during the first Gulf War. Um, so I, I, I firmly believe, though, that na- that rare earth minerals are a national security concern because if we can't manufacture certain things in our country, and, and Donald Trump always said, for example, you have to have a steel industry. He was he was spot on. He was dead right about that. And I think uh, we've got to think about what the Chinese are going to do. They're going to go into Afghanistan and r- just rip the core a- a- out of all, all of the raw materials that they can out of that country. Um, of, of which, um, you know, they, the Afghans, if they were smart, they could have done some of that themselves, but they've just never been able to get out of their own way. So 
Uh, national security concerns, though, are with rare earth minerals. If we can't manufacture the kind of things that are going to give us the technology advantages that we've used with them and the Chinese get them, then, then I'm afraid we're going to fall behind. So now here we are. We have pulled out of Afghanistan. The Taliban is is on uh, the, the march. And if they're being funded by the Chinese, there's no chance that the Taliban is going to then not do what the Chinese want because the Chinese could, and tell me if I'm wrong here, there's a sliver that connects China uh, to, uh, to Afghanistan in terms of a border. And I'm talking about a sliver. Um, right. They could march the troops in if they wanted to. Would the Chinese be afraid of some kind of conflict with the Taliban that would be far worse than anything the United States did? Yeah, I don't think the Chinese will make that mistake. That's a great point, but I, I don't think they'll, they're going to look at history and they're going to determine that you know, kind of what Russia is doing now in Ukraine, the Chinese don't have to send in troops in order to influence what's going on in Afghanistan. And that's got to do with the money. For example, one of the cash crops of the Taliban is going to be poppy. They're going to be selling opium. You're going to see now a lot more of that take place on the world market. The Chinese are fine with that because uh, that poisons other countries. It poisons the well of, of, of their adversaries and the like. So, so that's what the Chinese are going to do. They're going to use the economic power they have and that kind of influence. But I, I don't see Chinese troops going there. The Chinese, the, the, the battle they're going to have is going to be in the South China Sea. It's going to be against the United States when the time comes, God forbid. But that's really what the Chinese are, are gearing themselves up for as they look to project power and become the predominant Pacific power. Uh, I don't think they're going to waste troops inside of Afghanistan. So then, if we don't have to concern ourselves with that, let's concern ourselves with this moment. You're Joe Biden. You're seeing what's happening in Afghanistan. Should he or should America say, yeah, that's the way it goes? Or is America now forced into a, well, we may have to put a stop to this because you're going to have to put a stop uh, to China's ambitions? Well, we've seen the Biden administration already send the AC-130 gunships and the B-52s to, to get what I'll say were obvious Taliban targets there, because what's the concern is the velocity of this is taking place. I think part of the, the agreements were that it was going to happen. It just hasn't was going to happen this quickly. Um, and if we're going to respond like this kinetically, all it's going to do is cause the Taliban to speed things up even more. So. Um, but but Joe Biden has got to keep his powder dry and not fight this in Afghanistan. I think or wherever the leader of our country is, and we've got to think a little bit more globally, uh, given the fact that uh, we don't have these resources anymore. The decision is, it's already been made. So let's let's pivot away from this and let's figure out ways in order to project power back in the Pacific, where um, our Navy still remains a little bit underfunded. We don't have the 600 ship you know Navy that we had under Ronald Reagan. But in order to win that battle, we're going to have to project a lot more resources to that part of the world and get them out of Afghanistan. So I want to make sure I'm understanding you. It is, as you see it, part of a, a, a policy that America should endeavor is the removal of China from Afghanistan, which we just left because after 19 years, what else are you sticking around for? Right. We, we've got to let China now start to bleed a little bit in Afghanistan, and not, not through their military, but as they give up money and they, ex they exert resources there. Let, let's, because Taliban is still going to have a civil war internally. There, so there are some parts of Afghanistan that are still um, holding off. Um, in, in, the, in the western part, saw reports uh, from Al Jazeera, for example, that said Herat and other places there 
that you have local militias that are fighting off the the, the Taliban. So so the civil war still is going to take place inside of Afghanistan, just like it's taking place inside of Syria. The question is, you know, let the Chinese bleed their economy, let let them bleed resources there for right now, and, and not necessarily have us worry about it. Major Mike Lyons, I appreciate you taking the time. You can find him, M-A-J, Major Mike Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S, on Twitter. Always appreciate the time. Much more to get to, including President Obama had a party, and, yeah, 700 people came. I'm Tony Katz.